0: This is the 5th annual Tucker's Talk Oscar Talk. <laughs> we got Dominic LaRose and Tucker Doyle back again for the 5th time. <laughs> Dominic's first time. My first time.
1: Wow. Yeah. Am yeah. I the am I the first non-Tucker to be on the Tucker Talks Oscar Oscar no, breakdown? We've had... What? Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, so what are you guys' expectations about the ceremony? The start Tucker, you go
2: first. Dominic, you want to take this away? I'll go first. Um, I think, I mean, he, he's, he has some, he's had some semi-bold statements. I mean, you know, he said that he's not going to let COVID get, get in the way of anything. Uh, I guess I'm interested to see, I guess some of it, most of it is going to take place at Union Station. Yeah. But some of it is still going to take place at, uh, Dolby Theater. Um... So it's going to be interesting. I mean, and it's going to be filmed in 24 frames per second. So I guess it's it's going to look more cinematic. And he said it's going to be unlike any Oscar ceremony that's ever been. So, I mean, I guess I'm interested. Um, anything St- Steven Soderbergh lays his hands on is interesting to me. So I don't know. Dominic, what do you think?
1: Are they, so are they like doing in-person like... Where the the people who are like gonna win awards are they like gonna go up on stage and actually get the Oscar or is it gonna be like a mix between some of that and then like some like like a virtual video call so they okay, good, they're doing it
2: in person good. and I think they're testing everyone before and they're not doing masks um and there's gonna be no host, I guess just they're gonna have a bunch of presenters, yeah good presenters too good presenters this year yeah so I mean it worked out last year Um, I don't know so we'll see it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting and I guess this is Steven Soderbergh's only time doing it
0: yep he's not coming back next year yeah
2: he's gonna be one and done so we'll see we'll see if he goes out on top good or we'll Well, see if it's a disaster like the Golden Globes (laughs) but I don't think it will be
0: no uh, so we'll go category by category, and we'll have, I'll set three minutes on the clock. Actually, one minute per person, three minutes in total, and we'll talk about every category. We may have some that are like 10 seconds. We don't even have anything to say, but we'll just go in. All right, so first. I have a lot
2: to say about makeup and hairstyling, so be ready. I'm going to spend 20 minutes on that
0: alone. Oh um. God, connection failure was there. Okay, I'm back. All right, so okay. we'll start We're off with So we'll each like get around a time of like starting off, and then we'll like go one by one. So first off, starting the clock, short film, animated. We got Burrow, Genius Losi, or look high. If Anything Happens, I Love You, opera, yes, people. I've only seen two of these films, Burrow and If Anything Happens, I Love You. I haven't seen any of the other ones. I'm pulling for If Anything Happens, I Love You. Great film on Netflix, seven minutes, seven minutes of freaking greatness. Very sad, heartfelt film, but extremely powerful. Tucker, what's your thoughts on this category?
2: Which one are we doing? Animated short? yes. <laughs> uh, i have seen uh absolutely none of these so i can't really weigh in dominic have you seen any of these
1: i saw if anything happens i love you and i thought it was like really disturbing but like really like well done um from what i i took from it it was about um like the life of like a child before i think a mass shooting if i'm right
2: Tucker. Yeah. yeah That's what I've heard.
1: Yeah. So it was definitely like a very like disturbing premise. Um, but I mean, it was very like, like artful um, and well done. So and I mean, it's about like, um, like a social issue. I mean, obviously, you know, gun violence. So I think like the Academy will, will give it to that one. Uh, granted, it's the only one I've seen, yeah. but I'll, kind of. uh, I'll go with that one. It was well done. It was thoughtful. It was, you know, emotional. So I'll go with with that one.
2: All right. Yeah, I think that one's going to
0: take the cake. It's timely. Same here. Next one short film live action. Tucker, read us through the category.
2: Short film live action. We have Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, Two Distant Strangers, the Netflix film, and uh, White Eye. Um, I also have seen none of these. Um, Not looking good right now. But from what I've heard, two distant strangers, uh, is kind of the frontrunner. What do you, what do you guys think?
0: That's what I've heard. No clue for this one.
2: It's also the most uh, accessible for all the voters. It's just right on Netflix, so I feel like it's gonna get the most votes. What's um... some filling out a ballot? I think two distant, and I think it's about. Isn't it about police brutality? Or, it's about yeah. a relationship between a. Black I've seen that poster for it. Policeman or, yeah, or something.
1: So. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like it'll win. I, I, yeah, I haven't seen any of the short films either, unfortunately. But yeah, I'll pro- if that one's on Netflix, I'll probably check that one out soon, before tomorrow.
0: I, I know there's one with Oscar Isaac in it. I don't know the title of it, though.
1: Oh, yeah, The the Letter Room Ooh. has Oscar Isaac, gotcha. it says.
0: Gotcha. Well, for this one, I'm just going to throw down Two Distant Strangers. Same. You.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah. Or The Present, I've heard that one, but... Tears and Trangers seems like it's going to take it. All
0: right, so
1: Dominic, take us through documentary short subject. All right, let me have this, let me scroll up. All right, we have... A Concerto is a Conversation. Colette. It really is. Hunger Ward. A Long... Or excuse me, A Love Song for Latasha, and Do Not Split. Again, have not seen these, so I, I really don't know. I have not seen the short seen all of them. Really? I've seen
2: all of them. Really? I've seen all of them. No, I've seen none of them. I've seen none of Been them. Tough. But uh, I've heard that a love song for Latasha is going to win. That's all I know. Uh, I see the poster so.
1: has Netflix on it, so...
2: Yeah, and I feel like the Netflix films, like, these voters, they're old, and they, like, you know... Yeah. It's easily accessible. Just put on Netflix, and, you know they're going to vote for it. Right. They're more likely to vote for it. Right.
0: Yeah. What if Netflix takes home all three of these Oscars? Short film, short doc, short animated.
1: Not good. Not surprising if they do.
0: Yeah. Let me sick. This one I'm saying, I'm taking uh, Love Song for Latasha." Same.
2: Good title. Good name.
0: (laughs) All right. So I'll take us through... Visual effects. We've got Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, and Tenant. This one, kind of, I'm my heart's with Tenant. That's the one I'm picking. But I'm telling you, Midnight Sky could come out of nowhere. It's got great visual effects. It's a space movie. The Academy loves yeah. space movies. They do. So it's between Midnight Sky. You cut Sky out and a Tenet. little there, but yeah. But um, here's the thing. One to only Ivan. You got a live action person interacting with an animated character throughout the whole film. Stop. Let me take you back a couple it's, of years to when x came not gonna out gonna of win. nowhere yeah. and snagged the Oscar from Mad Max Fury Road.
2: Because they digitally animated like every like inch of the robot's body or yeah. something well the Which thing about
1: insane. about ex machina the reason it won is because it was different like it was like the kinds of visual effects like that they did it wasn't like giant explosions or cgi it was like very detailed very like realistic and that's why and it... i think
2: it was it was incredibly complex yeah exactly like, the, the cgi that they pulled off in that film i mean i think the midnight sky was actually a little underrated i thought that movie was okay Didn't a little see bleak it. but it was good um, it was okay. You're fine not watching it, but, uh, George Clooney is hit or miss, but I think Tenet, I haven't seen it. I'm not looking good right now because I haven't seen any of the films that we've brought up so far, but I feel like Tenet's going to win, right? Yeah. yeah. That's my hope. Like, how does it not? I have Tenet yeah. as well.
1: How- um, the yeah. reason I'm going with Tenet does, is because all the other movies in this category, besides the one and only Ivan, I guess, I, I heard, like, really bad things about, um, and Tenet yeah. Tenet was, like, visually, like, just, like... Again, it wasn't, like, just, like, explosions and big CGI. It was, like, a very, like... It, it felt very realistic, you know? Even though it was, like, completely crazy and everything. It felt very realistic. So I'm gonna go with Tenet. I'm really, you know, I'm really pissed Tenet's not nominated for more. Um, I didn't understand a single thing about it. But, like, the fact, <laughs> the fact that it's not up for, like, editing... It's just like, like, what yeah. What are they supposed to do? Like, how are editors supposed to edit movies? Like, Tenet, like, the way they, like, whoever put that movie from start to finish in chronological order, I was just like, I mean, like, I have no idea. But, but for visual effects, yeah, totally Tenet.
0: I'm going Tenet as yeah. well.
1: No love for uh,
2: Mulan or... Nah.
0: Tucker. This is a great segue into editing. Speaking of Tenant, not getting it. Take us through the nominations for Best Film Editing.
2: Okay, glad you asked. We have The Father, Nomad Land, uh, who Chloe Zhao actually edited the film, if I'm not mistaken. She did. Uh, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, who wants to be the first to talk about this? You go. And You're offer the their guy. opinion. I mean, I think the frontrunner right now is Trial of the Chicago 7. I believe it won an editing award. It's escaping my mind which one, but it won, like, the big editing award. It's, um... Uh, you know... It, it, it won an editing award, and I think it, it it is the type of film that I think would kind of take this award. Uh, it had a lot of, like, fast cuts uh, in, like, the court scenes. Um different, it was like um, going between uh, di- di- different places in time. Um, but I really did like the editing in uh, Promising Young Woman. Um, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Trial of the Chicago 7 takes this because I feel like that film's not going to go away with no awards and this seems like the likely, the most likely award it goes
1: on with. Dominic. Yeah, uh, exactly the same. It, it's going to be *Trial of the Chicago 7. They did a really good job editing between like, like the past and the present. You know, like between the, the courtroom and like what they're talking about. Um, they did a really good job editing. I wasn't a huge fan of this movie, to be honest. Um, but like the editing was great, and yeah, it's it's going to be *Trial of the Chicago 7. I'm very confident about that. Mm-hmm.
0: The recent history with film editing winners is the film that tends to have the most cuts. Wins, last year we had Ford versus Ferrari. A couple of years back we had Hacksaw Ridge. Then we had the mishap, Bohemian Rhapsody Hacksaw winning. Ridge. Now oh, I'm Trial of Chicago is going to win, but don't be surprised if the father comes out of nowhere and takes it. This film. Wait, can
2: we can we relitigate the fact that Bohemian Rhapsody won best editing? I never saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I never wanted to. <laughs> the editing was. Horrific Great. in that movie, but it basically got an award just because the director was fired halfway through, and they were able to salvage a film. Right, that's why how they got the award. Anyway,
0: yeah,
2: I'm surprised Sound of Metal was even nominated. I mean, yeah, it's... was anyone blown away by the editing in that film? Is a no. good. I really liked it, but I don't know.
0: Yeah, same this with one, I'm taking Trial of Chicago Seven.
1: Same with Nomadland. Yes. I'm really surprised. That's I. I mean, like. We'll talk about No Man Land later. But like the fact that that movie is up for editing when it was so slow and it wasn't really a chronological movie. It was kind of just like let the camera roll. Um, I'm really shocked that that was nominated for editing. Like I really don't get that at all. Um, and yeah, like how Tenant is not nominated for this. Crazy. I don't know. Or a, f- or a film like Judas and the Black Messiah. I feel like that would get something. Got to keep okay, going. Dominic, okay. take okay. us through
0: production design.
1: Ooh, okay. Good one. Uh, We got Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, News of the World, The Father, Mank, and Tenet. Um, Okay, I think this is, you know, I haven't seen The Father yet um, or News of the World, but of these, uh, it's going to be Mank. I think it already won production design for a couple other things like the Critics' Choice. Um, The sets are incredible in Mank. They bring you back in time really well. Um, It feels very realistic. Uh, I'm very confident it's going to be Mank.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's going to be Mank. I mean, watching that film, it was one of the things. It was not my favorite film. And I love Fincher, so I was a little underwhelmed by Mank. But uh, the production design, uh, Donald Graham Burt does all David Fincher's films. And he really did nail all the set pieces. And uh, it was impressive. It looked great. It was a very... I mean, all Fincher's films, regardless of if you like them, they're going to look great. Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. Three sets that seal the deal. The House of the Newspaper Tycoon Guy, MGM set, and then the... the... the political party. Yeah. That set. set. And so that was great. yeah over. They got it in the bag. Production design is going to Mank. You guys. Fantastic. You yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. 100%, yeah. 100%. 100%. I think it goes to Mank. I mean, if there's... Yeah, there, there's no other one that really, you know, is in that league. I think that one takes it.
0: All right. Cinematography. Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm. Mank. News of the World. Nomadland. The Trial of the Chicago 7. The game is over. It's Nomadland. But, here's the thing. Academy likes black and white films. You got freaking Lighthouse last year. You got The Artist back in 2012. You got freaking Frick. What a another one. Was
1: Wait, the, the Lighthouse was nominated, right? It didn't win, Roma. Yes. It okay, didn't yeah, win,
0: but it was nominated. But Make looks freaking gorgeous. It's the most nominated film of the year, so it could possibly win in cinematography. But Chloe Zhao, freaking
2: Roma artist. won best cinematography. I think, I think the artist won best oh, yeah, cinematography. If I'm America. not mistaken, Roma, yeah, beautiful movie. Um, it should go to nomadland i mean yep. those any film i mean it, it 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 had the benefit of shooting outside in, in beautiful places um it really utilized like golden hour i guess to its advantage like yes. it seemed yep. like every scene was kind of filmed at that like five o'clock time when like twilight was hitting um I, it's a really striking film it is really beautiful to watch
1: yeah, I uh, I agree again. It's going to be Nomadland. Um, it, it was, it, like you said, the golden hour was great. And, like, yeah, they had the benefit of, like, shooting outside and getting a lot of really good landscapes. Um, and there's, like, a lot of good, like, um, you know, shots from, like, a good distance where, like, you know, Francis McDormand will be out, like, kind of, like, farther away and, like, you just see, like, a great sunset or, like, a big landscape. So I think it's going to be, yeah. I think it's going to be Nomadland. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, Mank could could sneak in and win, so I'm not hundred. Yep. I'm not hundred percent on Nomadland, but I'm gonna go with Nomadland. Yeah,
2: and I love that cinematographer Mank. He he shot uh, yeah. Mine Hunter and was the gaffer on Gone Girl, if I'm not mistaken. But um, mm-hmm. so, I think it should go to Nomadland. Tuck,
0: what do you think? I'm saying Nomadland. Three shots: hitchhiker scene, light uh, the lantern, walking through the desert and leaving her old house walking into the mountain range next one tucker lead us through costume design
2: costume design it's uh it, it, we got emma a film that everyone here has probably seen uh, ma rainey's black bottom uh Mank, mulan obviously the best film made this year and uh pinocchio which i want to see it looks really interesting it's a foreign film is it not
0: it is, I believe. Or is
2: it in English? Yeah, it's Italian. Yeah, it looks awesome, but um, talk, What do you think uh, takes this one? I think
1: it's pretty obvious. I'm,
0: I'm saying Blurriness Black Bottom.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think this one definitely takes it. Same. Um, honestly, like, I don't necessarily think like, oh, the costumes are so much better, but like, it's just like, like that's the kind of movie I think is gonna win costume design. It's uh, it's a very theatrical movie. You know, it's it's gonna win some acting awards. Uh, it's gonna yeah. come, it's gonna get go yeah, I'm just doing some quick research here. She she got the 2021
2: Costume Designers Guild Award, and she's 89 years old, the person that oh, yeah, there designed. We uh, yeah. There we go. And, she, and she's like kind of a legend in her field. So okay, like, yeah. I think if anyone's filling out a ballot, this one is kind of... And the costumes were great. They were. Like, They're very good. They honestly were, but like you take all that into account. I think the costumes were fantastic in Mank. They were. Um, that costume party, those costumes were pretty... Yeah. yeah. They were Um But no, this one definitely takes it. And I think it's, it's definitely like the... I mean, depending on what you think of Mank, but I think it's like the best film
1: out of these five. Definitely. So they might want to award it.
0: Gotcha. So Dominic, take us through makeup and hairstyling.
1: For sure. Let me go down. All right. So we got Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Pinocchio, Mink, and Hillbilly Elegy. So I think it's going to go to Ma Rainey's Black Bottom again. Um, I, I can't really say like, I can't really like go too much into detail on this one just because like, I don't really know if there's that much to dissect. But I mean like, the makeup was, it was good. But honestly, I think like the hairstyling part is what might give it this, this award. Um, Hillbilly Elegy, I don't think had enough makeup. Like Glenn Close really didn't look like if she didn't go through like that big of a transformation, um, but I think it's going to be Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It's just one of those movies that's going to win a lot of, like, you know, it's going to win costume, it'll win makeup as well. Categories. Yeah, it's so I, I, uh, I feel like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is a very safe bet for this category. Yep, I'm no. taking Ma Rainey's as well. Without cool. a
2: doubt. And, and I feel like this award normally goes to people, like when they transform someone into like a real-life figure or someone that existed. Yeah, like, they, like Darkest you know, Hour. Person, yes. Darkest Hour, Bombshell won last year when they turned her into... Um, Megan Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Megan Kelly. Um, Vice. Yeah, and where,
1: where was the makeup in Mank? Like, was there, did they put a little blush on Gary Oldman? I think, uh, I think the hairstyling. Because, like, they had a lot of, like, uh, okay, that's true. elaborate that's true. hairs. Like, Amanda for head like, I think they probably spent a while on her hair and stuff. So, I think the hairstyling is... Talk wanted 10 minutes alone just to talk about Hillbilly Elegy, the film. Talk, you want to take it away, or...? No way. No, you don't? <laughs> I thought you loved that movie. No. Nope. Great acting. Great acting by the two female by Glenn Close and Amy Adams. Absolute garbage by everything, everything else. Was, was Oscar bait the alternate title, or, like... Was that kind of... Uh, I'll just say it, Ron Howard, most overrated, unskilled director in Hollywood. I will go, yeah. I will go to my grave saying that. I mean, this definitely seems like a movie where like, I don't know, I feel like all parties involved are like... I haven't seen it, but it seems like all parties
2: involved are oh, like damn. trying... They're like vying for that Oscar. Yeah, great acting by Amy Adams and Glenn Close, but other than that, yeah. terrible, so... Which you will always get, but um, had Tucker's frozen again, his internet is so spotty. Um, Yeah, turn that mic on, Tuck. Good talk. <laughs> Man, <you're,
0: laughs> good talk.
2: Internet. <laughs> um. We were vamping on Hillbilly Elegy for a little bit, so we got that stuff out of the way. Are
0: right, we talking so, about it so you don't have to? Thank you. All right, so I'm going to lead us through sound. Sound now, just sound. it's not sound editing or mixing. It's one category this year. It's got a difference between that anyway. make News of the world, soul and sound and metal. I'm taking sound and metal in this category. Incredible sound design. the way they blend yeah. the, mm. the sound that you would possibly hear if you had a hearing impediment with the real world elements, it is so fascinating, very insightful a power filmmaking right there you, you integrate like things that you cannot experience that other people can experience on the, on the regular just like and provide a different perspective
1: and story so yeah sound metal for me
2: yeah
1: i agree um sound of metal like the, the sound in this movie like was like a big part of the movie it wasn't like we're like i haven't seen it but like greyhound I, i'm sure it's just like really good like explosions and gunshots and like that's cool but like sound of metal like the sound editing and mixing it was like it was a part, it was a central part of Riz Ben's character, you know. Um and also it was incredible too. Like how they did it. It was like it was just like every scene where like they cut between like um you know his hearing aid to, to his deafness was incredible. And I think like for me with this movie, like, you know, I overall I really I like the movie, um, but the end was really good. You know, at the end where he's like um he's cutting in and out between you know his hearing aid where he can hear, and then when he goes to death, and he kinda like realizes like, you know, maybe I could live with this because there's you know a bunch of like, you know, he just kind of appreciates the world around him. So the sound in this movie was incredible. I would be shocked if it loses. Yeah. So- the sound made it a fully
2: immersive experience it almost acted as a supporting actor in a way um and it, it, it would be exciting to see a sound award go to something that's not a movie like greyhound or you know yes. a movie like Hack Saw ridge or something like that yes i
1: think the last movie to win the sound award that wasn't like a big action was like whiplash right yeah yeah
0: Did whiplash would sound
1: oh, awards. yeah i want to say anything.
0: uh all is lost but possibly um, all was lost won the sound award I, I think it was just nominated I don't yeah, think yeah i think it's the... just nominated but um, yeah, but yeah okay. very few very few well, yeah, I think it, it probably went mixing. Yeah. Take, take us into what? Original okay. song.
2: All right. Original song. Uh, we have husavic from Eurovision Song Contest, the story of Fire Saga. Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah. Sigh from, uh, or Scene from The Life Ahead. Speak Now from One Night in Miami. Uh, Hear My Voice from The Trial of the Chicago 7. Um, I, you know, the only song out of these that isn't a credit song is husavic So... Um, I guess we can give some props to that it's actually like part of the movie besides Mm -hmm. just like playing over um a bunch of members of the crew but uh i I think speak now is probably gonna win i think it would be a shame if one night miami which was one of my favorite movies of the year went home empty-handed and i think they
1: want to award leslie odin jr who co-wrote the song um it makes sense that it would go to this Uh, what do you guys think yeah i'm not familiar with the songs but based on what i hear i hear that song from one night miami is good um i haven't seen that film but um yeah they're gonna want to award leslie odin jr he's really talented i think it's gonna be him um so yeah i'll go with one night miami Yeah, But this one,
0: the uh, composer for Hear My Voice
1: has 11 song nominations, but zero wins. Wow. I've heard that. Yeah, I'm looking up her name right now. Hear My Voice. It's Celeste and then Daniel uh, Pemberton, it says. Yeah, Celeste. She has nothing. So I wouldn't be surprised if she possibly wins. It's a good song. But is it better than Hear My Voice? It's even better than Husevich. I personally, favorite song is Husevich. That's the song I really Who's like. should win. Quick question. Is, 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 Euro, is Eurovision good? Because like my parents like tell me about it every day and they're like, oh, it's so funny. Blah, blah. But then I see it on like, it's PG-13 humor. Like, is it good or? Yeah. It's the it, lower it, to
0: mid-tier of Will Ferrell comedies. Uh, it's like starting not, off the, not,
1: the first 20 minutes, I was like, okay, this could actually be really solid. But then it kind of just turns into an ad for
2: Eurovision, which I guess is like actually a contest in Europe. That it's I didn't not know about. It's like It literally is. Like halfway through, it like becomes an, a giant ad for Eurovision. <laughs> it's it's Eurovision like, the ad? Really they like sponsored the movie it turns into an ad it it grinded my gears really let me say this
0: the the supporting characters in this film are better than will ferrell and rachel mcadams there's this guy forget his name but he's got this very like deep voice he sings very like bad like love ballad songs and he's hilarious in it but other than that the, it, will and rachel they're like they're inconsistent with the the comedy beats like it's it's an okay
1: film want me all to right. take us through original score go yes. ahead all right we got the five bloods minari soul Mank, and news of the world um, the one-time Defy Blunts is nominated. Yeah, what the Completely hell? Shut up. That this. was like my second or third favorite movie of the year. Um, it, I, it should have been up for Best yeah. Picture, Best Director. How it's not up for Original Screenplay is just stupid. And then how Delroy Lindo. Lindo, Delroy, Lindo, Lindo how Lindo the best. actor? I love. I love. Shocking. I'm really glad Chadwick's gonna win this year. But Delroy Lindo. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. later. But Delroy Lindo yeah, yeah, yeah. was my favorite. But it's it's, shocking, it's going no, to be but. Soul. Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor. They're nominated for both Soul and Make. With John Petti. Yeah, yeah, with John Petti. It's That's awesome. Yeah, the music is great in Soul. And yeah, this is a very. I feel like this is one of the easiest to predict. I mean, the music in Soul is just like it's. in like it's one of those movies. Like Soul is about music. Of course, it's gonna win that Original Score. The music's phenomenal. So yeah, give it to Soul. It's great, great movie, great great score. Yeah, um, you know, it's a little.
2: I mean, I think I, I actually haven't seen Soul, but my favorite score of the year was Minari. Um, I feel like that score acts just as a perfect companion for that film. Um, that composer. Uh, his name escapes me. Oh, Emile Mosseri. Yeah. Oh, he also did The Last Black Man in San Francisco, also a beautiful score. Um, that score is fantastic. It sounds a lot like the music to Tiny Wings, I think. I don't know. It's kind of interesting <laughs> Yeah. If, if you think about that. Sh- shout out to Tucker's TikTok if you
0: uh, want to check him out. Tucker, you want to uh, you plug your TikTok real quick? Or, uh... Yeah, T underscore strength. Check it out. Uh, but right. the, this category crushed me because my favorite score of the year was *Tenants* by Ludwig Oh, Johnson. yeah. That's what And nice. it got freaking rough. It doesn't make sense how we can make a 10-track score in uh, Black Panther and win the award for the category. Yet he makes like this insane like hip-hop hybrid, like, Hans Zimmer score, and it doesn't even get nominated. Yeah, it's just that was a huge nom- So disappointing. So disappointing. My pick is going to be Soul, my favorite in the category. Like, Tucker's is Benari, but it's, it's, a, it's a pretty stacked category this year, to be honest. Yeah, Night was beautiful, but it's, you know, Soul has all the momentum. Okay, so next one, International Feature Film, Another Round, Better Days, Collective, The Man Who Sold the Skin, Que Vidas Aida, Que Vidas, I think is that how you it? Vidas Yeah. Yeah, you nailed it. That was impressive. I think so, hopefully. Uh, my pick for this one, the only one I've seen in this category, is Another Round. Very interesting film. The best attribute mm-hmm. about this film is its screenplay. You take these group of guys who have this theory from, I don't know if it's a philosopher or a scientist, someone He's like, you kind of live your best self. You have your most like extroverted char- uh, characteristics like showing when you have like a blood alcohol content of like 0.05 I think it is. Yeah. For, and point they, eight, yeah, point yeah. Oh, yeah. And they start at that level, they go up to a 0.1 and then the point like 1.5. Yeah, definitely I, a, a commentary on alcoholism and alcohol consumption um, definitely it's a fascinating film it's my pick the collective though it is a film that's up for two awards including international feature and documentary feature so that's one i didn't get the scene this here that i would like to see in the future Collective, but yeah. we'll save that for the next category but my pick another round go, ahead. go. yeah i think another round definitely takes
2: it uh mads mickelson fantastic in it definitely could have been up for best actor um you know, yeah it was really I mean, good It's yeah. not a to say that you didn't already hit but it was definitely uh wasn't a perfect film but fantastic ending uh yeah, it, it definitely had a lot more to say um, than what was advertised. Um, it was really great. And I think it's kind of, you know, the fact that this is up for director means that it's it's definitely going to take this award.
1: Yeah, Thomas Vinterberg is a really good director. He, he made another film with Mads Mikkelsen called The Hunt from 2012, which was brilliant, absolutely brilliant movie. But yeah, it's going to be another round. I mean, like the fact that Thomas Vinterberg is up for director kind of gives it away, I think. Uh, but yeah, Another Round was a good movie, very creative movie, I'd say. Um, but like, you know, the movie's good, but the ending is great. I love the ending. So yeah. I'm gonna it's, it's going to yeah. be another round.
0: All right, it'll take us through Doc. All right,
2: documentary, Uh, we have Collective, uh, Crip Camp, The Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. Um, This is a bizarre category because seemingly the frontrunner is My Octopus Teacher, which I just saw, like, yesterday, and it's fine. It's a nice documentary. It's kind of about, you know, just a man forming a relationship with a symbioid creature. Um, Doesn't really seem like the type of award that is, I mean, I guess it's it's kind of weird to say Oscar-worthy, but I feel like documentary is almost, I don't know, like... I don't know. It would seem like a, a weird choice. It doesn't really seem like it's a serious enough topic. I feel like Crip Camp, which I started, but I haven't really, you know. What's really, your pick? What's your like, pick? I feel like Octopus Teacher is going to win, but I
1: feel like Crip Camp should win based on what I've seen of it so far. I don't know what do you guys think. Um, it's going to be Time. I think I I saw my Octopus Teacher interesting, good. Uh, I really liked Crip Camp, but I have not seen Time. I've not seen Time. Excuse me. Um, but I think just because you know from what I hear about it and kind of like the subject matter, it relates to criminal justice. It's a very timely, no pun intended, documentary. I'm going to pick Time. Yeah, I was I was in shock
0: that Octopus Teacher. I hadn't seen it though, but Time is so underestimated in this category. Like it's hands down going to win. Really, like, so um, Sorry, you saw it. Yeah, I did. Um, what about but it's, Camp?
2: It's Camp? Camp produced by Barack Obama. I know. Yeah, that's, that's right. It's going to be time. Yeah. All
1: right. Right. The darkest animated Dominic. All right. We have Soul, Onward, Wolfwalkers, Over the Moon, and a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. Um, I I think we could probably just say it's gonna be soul and probably just move on i mean pete doctor it's it's over over. it's 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 no no contest
0: next one adapted screenplay we're at subsequent movie film the father no Man land one night in miami and the white tiger this one i haven't seen i've seen all these films except white tiger i just saw the father last night totally underestimated this film that was just like a all right you got these two insane actors you got a, a story about alzheimer's it's probably just told chronologically no this film takes you in the mind of what it's like to have alzheimer's or dementia it is freaking wild uh the winner of this category i'm gonna have to say no man land yeah, it's gonna be No Yeah.
2: Though I I do think One Night in Miami should take it because I, I love the screenplay from that film. But and shout out to Borat's subsequent movie film for getting two Oscar nominations. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like it's going to No Land.
1: I agree. It's gonna go to No Land. I love this movie, but honestly, I wish there was a better contender for adapted screenplay, just because I don't necessarily think the writing in No Land is what really makes it stand out. Yeah. Especially cons- I Considering agree. how like I don't think a lot of the movie was actually written. I think a lot of it just like happened, you know, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. I know she talked with um a lot of like actual nomads and i think a lot of it was just like unscripted like it was just like there's a lot of just like... a lot of non-actors yeah now. so i don't really think it should necessarily win for writing but it's, it's going to win it's going to win The yeah. screenplay um i wish I, I haven't seen the father but it sounds like a really interesting movie um but yeah, yeah i think nomadland's gonna win the Film that should have been in there was freaking never uh what's it called oh i'm thinking of ending things yeah oh God. that was honestly the most one of the most disturbing movies i've ever seen it was great but just like just like the premise i got my head around that movie yeah. that movie was so wild yeah but yeah no you're right yeah. that should have been nominated
0: um all right I'll take us through. OG Screenplay. Judas and the Black Messiah. Inari. Promising Young Woman. Sand Metal. Trial of Chicago 7. I have to say, this category is stacked. A lot of great original uh, stories. Uh, not all of them are told, like, unchronologically in, like, crazy different ways. But the, the content is very unique in each one of them. Um, my favorite in this category is the... <sighs> I really like Sand Metal. That was so really? interesting. I really like Sand Metal. Show. The one that's going to win, though, is Trial of Chicago 7. It's, it's yeah. Jim Sorkin. it's just, like, sprinkling... Like, rainbow no. sprinkles on an ice cream, just All like, right. That's the story really so good. He win. I, yeah, only but, his Oscar.
2: He yep. only his Oscar. I disagree. If, if, what? If anything, I don't think it should go to Promising Young Woman, but I feel like that has the momentum right now. Exactly. I I, I mean, I, Minari might have been my favorite movie of the year, if not my favorite movie. I, I feel like Minari should get it, but I feel like Judas and the Black Messiah is a movie that would win here.
1: So, I, I mean, I don't think Promising Young Woman, I do have problems with the script. Um, yes. I don't know, but I feel like that's going to come away with the win. I agree. It won the Writer's Guild Award. It won the Critics' Choice Award. I think... No, it didn't win Golden Globe. I think Sorkin won the Golden Globe. But yeah, I think it's going to go to Promising Young Woman. Um, that's my prediction, but yeah, I agree uh, with Doyle, like, um, I liked Promising Young Woman, but I had a lot of issues with, um, the ending, I was really disappointed by the ending, um, and the thing about, so, like, I wouldn't be shocked if Trial of the Chicago 7 won, I would not be shocked at all, but yeah. I think Promising Young Woman is gonna get it, and I think it's gonna be the only award it wins, I, I think, I really do think it's gonna win, um, I'm just basing that off the Writer's Guild Awards, like, they're pretty reliable, gotcha. um, if I had to pick a one that I would like to win, uh, I mean, the five, the five Bloods I would have liked, <laughs> but, um, I haven't seen Minari yet, but I have a really good feeling that it's gonna be amazing, so I would love to see Minari win. But I think promising young woman is going to win, so that's who I'm going to bet on. Yeah, promising young woman had a lot of speeches and soliloquies. Yes. And, you know, I feel like, you know, trying to. It wasn't. a Yeah, okay, try we on. can.
2: We can. Okay, you're wrong. Take us through. That's all, no, it's fine. we're go on tonight. Actress, Miss Portnoy, take us through it, uh Actress, uh, we're going with Maria Bakalova from Borat's subsequent movie film, Glenn Close from Talk's favorite film, Hillbilly Elegy, <laughs> <LG>, Olivia <laughs> Colman from The Father, Amanda Seyfried, fantastic performance from Mank, and Yu Jung-yoon from Minari. Um, I think. Yoo Jung Yoon is going to win this. I think uh, she's won all the awards leading up to here. I think she won the SAG, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she won the Golden Globe. Um, uh, if there's anyone that comes close to taking it, I think it's either Glenn Close, just because she's Glenn Close, or maybe Amanda Seyfried, because she really wasn't that great in it. But I think this is Yoo Jung Yoon's to lose.
1: Yeah, it's going to be uh, Yoo Jung Yoon for sure. Um, the movie, I hear, is amazing. It's also like a very timely performance, given like the rise in Asian hate crimes. Um, and having yeah. and a lot of like the, the, the Asian Americans who are like, you know, like the targets of hate are elderly ones too. So seeing like an, an elderly Asian American woman win an Oscar is going to be really good. Um, she's going to win. Yeah, I, she's 73. Yeah, I hear she's great in it. I have not seen the movie, but I'm, I'm sure I'm going to love it. Um, for a while, I was pretty pretty bullish on uh, Maria Bakalova, but they're not. the Academy is not going to give the girl from Borat an Oscar. So it's just not going to happen. So it's, it's going to be Yaa-Jung-Yoon, I'm pretty sure. Yep, I so, yeah. agree. Three, three scenes, or just in general, take away three scenes. There's a lot of scenes. But the relationship she has
0: with Alan Kim's character, the, the young son in the film, is what seals the deal.
1: Interesting. And you know what's interesting you know what? about this category is um, you have like two grandmother characters because Glenn Close like plays a very, and she was phenomenal in the movie. Yeah, so like the observation, Yeah, good for the the grandmas getting nominated. <laughs> good for them. <laughs> do you want me to do supporting actor?
0: Go ahead.
1: All right, we got Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas. We got mm-hmm. Leslie Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, second nominee. You know, he's also up for virtual Song. We got Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago 7, and we have Paul Racy for Sound of Metal snuck in there. So... Um, this is an interesting category. Um, I, I really don't think Lakeith should have been nominated. He was good, but I don't. Yeah. I, I was kind of like, eh, I felt like there were better performances that could have been nominated. Not gonna lie, Sasha Baron Cohen annoyed the hell out of me in *Childish Gambino*. Seven. I thought, oh god, every scene he was being so pretentious, and he was all like, "Look at me acting." Cannot stand him in that movie. Um, but it's this, great. but this uh, Daniel Kaluuya, absolutely phenomenal performance as Fred Hampton. Um, literally, like he could have just done the one scene where he gets out of prison and gives a speech that could have been his only scene, and he would have still won the Oscar. He's phenomenal in it. He's he impersonated Fred Hampton super well, but also did like. He gave a lot of like really good um like personal touches to it i think um and he really brought the character to life so i mean like just that speech he gives when he gets released from prison is just like oh so good so it's i think it's gonna be daniel yeah yeah it's clue. Yeah. what do you think they're gonna I show, show your to, 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 no. you go no, I'll just
2: I down, I'm really excited to see Daniel Kluva get this award because I think he's one of the actors of our generation and he's going to continue to put out amazing work. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see him yeah. get this award because he really deserves it. It was a fantastic performance.
1: Yeah, this uh, this might be his only win, but this will not be his last nomination. Like, there's no way. He's, yeah. he's going to be around. And he's so young, too. He's like late 20s, early 30s. He's going to be around for a long time. Um, I and, there's going to be a uh, scene that the oh, show, it's, when they It's the speech. It's when he's like, yes. you, you can kill oh, yeah, a, yeah, one of his speeches. a revolutionary. You can, yeah, you can, you can kill a <laughs> freedom fighter, but you can't kill freedom. You can kill a revolutionary, but you can't kill a revolution. Like, that speech is just. Oh, so.
0: Man, so I get goosebumps so every time.
2: Sam. Yeah, that's good. Alright, All right. I did, I, this is a little category fraud. Uh, Lukekeet Stanfield should not have been up for supporting actor. He was, a, no. he was the main actor in that film. Right, but right. It's, it's okay. It's okay.
0: I'll take us through. Best actor in the leading role. Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal. Chadwick Boseman. Ron Black Blackbottom. Anthony Hopkins, the father. Gary Altman, Bank. Steve Stephen Ewan, and Ari. The winner. Chadwick Boseman. It's over. over. Yep. Yeah.
2: There's not a lot to say there. He's definitely good. What do you it? think this is going to be
0: his walk-up scene? Or his, like, scene <laughs> for the movie? Wakanda forever! <laughs> They're just gonna, gonna show go up. up. up that, with that Black Panther. Panther. Yeah. Oh, sorry,
2: that, that was a different movie. Sorry. Um, uh, there's a lot. I mean, when, when he gets, when he's really mad
1: in uh, my movie Black Bottom, and is like kind of threatening that older guy. I think that's kind of like the, the scene the will show. Yeah, Chadwick. Um, obviously, like with his passing, like. You know, it's gonna be really nice to see like his family accept the award. But um, I'm really, really glad Stephen Yun got nominated. I haven't seen Minari, but I really like him. It's great. I remember he started on The Walking Dead, which is just like a garbage cable TV show that just like completely lost track. Um, and he well, if you guys haven't seen I totally the, agree. if you guys haven't seen the South Korean movie Burning, it's on Netflix until like the end of the month. It is one of I saw it like a year ago. It came out in 2018. It is one of the greatest movies I have ever seen. St- Stephen Yun is the supporting actor. He's amazing in it. I'm glad he's nominated for something else. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be Chadwick, no doubt. All right, boys. Unfortunately, I do have to head out, so you're gonna have to do these few categories
0: without me.
2: No Thanks words. for joining us, Doyle. All
0: right. We'll see you guys later. This is fun. Sounds good. Peace. See you guys later. First, before we move on to Actress, just got to give it up for Delaroy. Delaro- not making it. But the greatest worst- performance of the year out of actor or actress. Violet
1: Davis comes close. But God damn, it's so fascinating. His character and his performance were just so Ugh. good. So good. He was just such a complex character. I mean, like, that movie, too, was just so original and just, like, so different. I, I was really shocked. And honestly, it's funny. It's only off for score. And, like, I don't remember yeah. the soundtrack to that movie at all. But... <laughs> that sounds
0: like guitar rock tonalities of it but it was
1: more like a uh, generic 10-track melody yeah it was interesting all right so take us through actress in a leading role we got andre day for the united states for billy holiday francis mcdormand for nomadland viola davis for ma rainey's black bottom carrie mulligan promising young woman and vanessa Kirby for pieces of a woman um yeah this is actually a really tough one i know carrie mulligan won the spirit award uh, she won a golden globe she won i think the critics choice but viola won screen actors I'm gonna go Viola Davis just because I really liked her performance. She's one of my favorite actors. She's kind of like a. She's gonna be like a really big Hollywood legend. She's one of those actors who needs more than one Oscar. You know, like Tom Hanks, Denzel Washington, um, Meryl Streep. Like she's in that category. She needs more than one Oscar, uh, and she was incredible in this movie. Her character was good. She had like so much charisma and just like such a big personality. She's saying so. I think it should be her. I like Carrie Mulligan a lot. I think she's a gifted actor, but. Promising Young Woman is not, like, an Oscar performance. Honestly, like, it's going to win original screenplay, screenplay, I think. I don't think it should. It's a good movie, but I really just don't want her to win for this movie. I want her to win for something else. I'm going to go Viola Davis. Um, I Also, I really like Vanessa Kirby in Pieces of a Woman. I thought she gave really powerful work. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Viola. Yes, I agree. I'm going with Viola Davis as well. Back like oh, yeah. she's boxing these white people around in, like... And all these men, like, too. Yeah. Like, they're all men.
0: Like This is, like, even before the Civil Rights, like, yeah. 60s. She's, like, calling her shots. She's boxing these people around. Uh, she provides a great mentorship and perspective for Chadwick Boseman's character in the film. Yeah. Like, he's mm-hmm. very, like, um, what's the word? It's not really... He's more oblivious to it. He thinks he can just go out and do his own thing, but she's like, no, you have to own all of your stuff. You have to do it this way. You have to understand that these people don't give a shit. Yeah. They just want the money. They don't care about your time. They just
1: want to get it over with. And so she's really great later in this film yeah and this is yeah. this is also just like a, an oscar performance wouldn't you agree like the character the character she plays it's a theatrical film it's like about civil rights in a way like it, this is like an oscar performance promising young woman is not like carrie I, mulligan's performance on, she's is great not. in that movie though she's good she's so i don't good. think she's i don't think she's great i think she's good in it and like i like carrie mulligan a lot i loved her in the movie wildlife with jake Gyllenhaal. hall i thought she was amazing in that movie i really like her i love drive drives one of my favorite movies but <sighs> i don't want her to win for this movie i want it to be viola davis
0: the Carrie Mulligan performance reminds me of Francis's and Three Billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. She's just bar- marching to the beat of her own drum. Everything's like falling in her way. But the thing about Frances's role is that the story had her, it showed her deficit in the the f- second to third act of the film. While in Promising a Woman, we don't really see her arc, her dip into yeah. the, the last hope. We, it's more like knowledge that's passed on from the beginning because of her friend that passed away or something happened to her. Yeah, I think so what happened in the film was we like. pick up on the story like right. Uh, yeah. she's like
1: on her mission yep we don't really see that dip too much That's but an interesting... it's really good yep. she does a really good job all right director director take it away chloe zhao no man land uh emerald fennel promising young woman thomas vinterberg for another round david fincher for Mank and lee isaac chung for minari who do you have chloe zhao it's over it's over we're gonna look at the
0: whole piece of the pie first we got the technical stuff she mastered the technical stuff the cinematography the uh, okay. set design the sound it's all there the lighting the functionality we got the performances. We got her interaction with uh, non professional actors and yes. professional actors. Those yes. are all there. Then we've got the story, which is a huge part of the pie. And how we take a very, I'd say, a simple, slow progressed story that doesn't have a huge, like a ton of variables within it,
1: but the level of tone and, yes. and its consistency is always there. Yes. Is always there. And that's what's going to get her, her her first Oscar. Yeah, the thing about this, um, and it's, it's interesting, she's going to win, uh, she'll probably win three Oscars. For this movie, but um, so she's got directing and writing, and then we can guess the other one in a minute. But um, yeah, the thing about Nomadland is it's just like it's one of those movies that's just very different in terms of how it's like how the approach was. Like, it's like kind of like how we touched on it's not like a traditional narrative with like a beginning, middle, and end. And you know, uh, it, there's not, and the thing about it is like there isn't really like a central conflict, it's kind of just like Frances McDormand's like discovering herself and kind of like her personal journey. It's not really like Like, oh, this is the problem. This is what she has to do to fix it. It's like a very, like, different narrative. And it's it's just different in the sense that, like, I didn't feel like I was watching a movie. You know, I felt like I was watching, like, real life. And that's what was so real and touching about it. I mean, like, for me, like... The final like ten minutes of this movie are just like some of the most beautiful one of like some of the most beautiful pieces of film I've ever seen. I mean, like you have like that whole like when she when Francis McDormand Fern when she's talking to um that man who talks about how his son committed suicide, which was not acting by the way. Like that you could tell that, that was guy a real story. that was a you could just tell based on that guy. Like that was a real story. And then when he's talking about like his philosophy on like how like on his nomadic life, and then when he's talking about like yeah you never say goodbye, it's always see you down the road, and like that to me like something about that scene just, like, made me break down and just completely lose it, like, instantly. Like, the, the, from start to finish, like, I was like, yeah, this movie is really interesting. It's very well made. But, like, something about that scene, just, like, tr- like, I just literally, like, out of nowhere just started breaking down crying. And I don't really cry that much at movies, to be honest. But that just, like, broke me down and moved me so much. And then, like, the final bit where... It's where like, you know, Frances McDormand, she drives off, she kind of like goes back to her old house where her, she and her husband were. And like, you kind of get that like, she's kind of found what she's looking for. And then like on the screen, it says dedicated to all those who had to depart, see you down the road. That to me was just like some of the most brilliant directing I have ever seen. And that to me is why Chloe Zhao is the best director. And so I think this transitions perfectly into our next category, best picture. Yeah, um, Is that your pick, Land? Yes, do you want to go through all the nominees though? Yes. No Man Land's my pick. Uh, you know, this year for for Best Picture, I think it's kind of it's kind of weaker just because we didn't have. What's your pick? Films. uh No, right now, No Man Land. I have not seen Minari, but um, I'm sure I, I would, I'm really gonna like that movie, but No Man Land for me is what's gonna win. It, it, what's going to win is No Man Land, I think, and I, I do think it. I do think it should win as well. It's um really unique, really different. Um, and also I think this was probably the most timely film, just because uh you know obviously it's about dealing with loss and grief and like um isolation, poverty, um you know a change of circumstances, and it's just like I think it did a really good job of kind of like reflecting on like a hidden aspect of 21st century America and it's very powerful it's very moving um this is I think this is the best picture yep I totally agree but yeah it should be good but thanks for having me on and uh well I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens tomorrow